0: episode of eat puff love we are your hosts i am mufasa Verde. some people call me growler and i'm here with vibes vibes how you feeling today vibes i'm feeling good how you feeling today growler i am feeling so good i am glad to be back here with another episode with you and to be talking about this wonderful trip we just took to Puerto Puerto Rico. Rico. Yes. We had a great time in Puerto Rico. We
1: did have a great time and we spent a lot of time there, longer than we have spent outside of our trips to Jamaica. So that was pretty nice. This
0: is true. And we have spent a lot of time in Jamaica. (laughs) But I would like to. That's a
1: recurring theme, everybody. It is
0: a recurring theme. (laughs) But I will say, though, that although we spent a lot of time. We did not spend a lot of money. We were very resourceful on this trip.
1: We were resourceful because we were pretty broke. We were broke. <laughs> Just keep it in the real. <laughs> <laughs> we but, was waiting on the paycheck to hit the
0: bank. Oh, with that paycheck. That was the real yeah. thing. Then we
1: were like, "Oh, let's live it up a little bit." But we didn't overly splurge actually. We did. Yeah, which was we a didn't. good thing.
0: We did, not but you know what though? That that the, what you say is true. We were sitting around and we were like, "When that ooh, Thursday and never felt like Payday's Eve before. It feels like it today. A lot of top ramen. (laughs) There
1: was a lot of ramen,
0: and you know what's funny is that that ramen was decked out, and it was still, um, it was still using a lot of natural ingredients. I'd never had ramen with yuca in it before. But I had Rama with Yuka. can in, uh, in it this time. <laughs>
1: right. So that that brings us to our conversation about food.
0: Ooh. The yes. food of
1: Puerto Rico.
0: Yes. I actually quite enjoyed a lot of the things that we we ate on this trip.
1: Yeah, and I would say the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> because the last time we had a place, that was like you get the typical meal of the day. Um, and it was right in our neighborhood. And of course, since we weren't eating out that often, mm-hmm. um, we weren't being, I, I wouldn't say we weren't being, expo- we weren't being explorative. But it just seemed like we, for me, we 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 happened on some good things, but it wasn't as I recalled the last trip that we made, but there was some still some great food that I enjoyed. And yeah. What was something that you enjoyed while we were in Puerto Rico? Like you really. oh, uh, Concerning it. food. Yeah. Food. Oh
0: my gosh. I, uh, I had, I had a couple of things that really stuck out to me. Um, but the number one thing that stuck out to me would be the fish tacos that we had from, uh, I always say this wrong. Like, Lat- like, Teresa de Bonanza.
1: I believe that's correct. Yes. You know all of our Spanish listeners, Spanish speakers, uh, correct our pronunciations if we're wrong.
0: Please do, please do, because we want to do it right. I'm telling you, them fish tacos were good. They were they, good. They were they were fried fish tacos, and they were so good, they that we not only ordered uh three to share between the two of us. We also got another order.
1: order yeah, but somebody <laughs> fell asleep.
0: <laughs>
1: so guess who ate them? Yes, we ate I fish did. tacos. We mm-hmm.
0: ate fish tacos in bed. <laughs> yeah, I think I
1: woke up in the middle of the night and took a bite of one of those tacos. They were that good. They
0: were so good. But what did you love about that taco? Honestly, what I loved about the taco was that uh, I thought the fish was super crispy. It had a nice slaw on it. Um, I think there was also an aioli on there. And what was also cool was that we, um, it was at this place, like I said, La La Teresa de Bonanza, and they also had bomba music that was playing. and, uh, And then, to add on top of that uh, if there was also an Airbnb above it and so it just felt really um, it felt like we were not only eating something cool and good and delicious but we were also eating with uh, locals and people who uh, appreciated the music of Puerto Rico and also um, getting to eat just some some good food right right where we were sleeping you know we didn't have to go far we didn't have to take an uber we really walked down the steps and uh, there there was food right there and it was good food.
1: Yeah, it was good. And what also helped, outside the music, which was amazing, you know, mm-hmm. um, music and dancing and then all the different faces oh. and people, you yes. could literally buy a flask of run for $3. We did get flasks of, of run, Don run Don for 3 di- <laughs> Don Koo.
0: We got those bottles. We got those bottles. We both had our own bottle. Yeah. It was uh, $3 each, which was
1: <laughs> so it was definitely like a neighborhood it it's a neighborhood bar and space. It's a pill I wouldn't say it's a well maybe someone would say it's a pillar of the community, but it's definitely a place where people go and hang out, especially on Monday nights to hear Bomba and plena music. Um Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that that food was so good. I think if I had to add one more meal to that, um, it would probably be like I said, just the inventive ways to eat ramen, honestly, and, and, I, and I only say that because, you know, if you are uh, someone who loves ramen, I love ramen, I love going to fancy places and having ramen, and I also love making my own home ramen, ramen fancy because that's what I grew up doing. I kind of I kind of found a bit of satisfaction in trying to make it something different and something new and something original Um, And I I found that Leaning on the local ingredients was the easy way to do that And so I think uh, i'm gonna give i'm gonna give a checkpoint to the ramen as well Even though it's not necessarily uniquely puerto rican. Uh, the experience is very much. Um my Puerto Rican experience. <laughs> right. What about you? What you eat? Good? Anything?
1: I think there would there would be a toss up. Uh, I am not vegetarian or vegan. Um, I would consider myself a flexitarian, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I eat shit that's good, <laughs> um, and enjoy it. And always have but I think for me like there was tons and tons of pork and I'm sure my pronunciation is wrong the lecharon which is like little stops where there's roasted pork and people come and drink and hang out and eat mm. and listen to music it's a weekend thing that happens in Puerto Rico because in Puerto Rico we were told the weekend starts on Thursday and goes to Sunday
0: nothing was open on Monday Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> right
1: um so that was a great meal but I think when we were in San Juan at um, Condado beach, we went back twice to the little um, empanada stop and yeah, those empanadas were really good. And surprisingly, like I tried a few of them, Um, but the one that I really enjoyed was the one I got the first time, which was the guava and cheese empanada. Yeah. It was real good. Cause there was just this whole flaky, outside crust you know the empanada had been deep fried but Mm. the crust in the dough had bubbled up on the outside so it makes it Mm. air pockets and crisp Mm. and then there was that salty um kind of stringy cheese I don't know what type it was but probably like a everyday cheese inside Mm. and then the sweet kind of floralness of the guava and it just all went well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and I'm mad that I left (laughs) the one that I bought the when we were going back to um, the Airbnb at La Terraza de Bonanza, um, I left it in the fridge there because I was like, "How am I going to reheat this for the next place we're going?" And I wasn't tempted to eat it cold because you know how fried food sometimes it works. If it's a piece of chicken and it's cold; you can eat it cold. You know, maybe a slice of pizza, but um, certain things you just I I just don't enjoy cold. But yeah, that definitely was like my best. Meal on this trip. Um, yeah. Those it was empanadas really good. were
0: good and honestly it was the first time I had had an, an empanada um, which I'm a little bit embarrassed to say out loud. I live uh, in Washington D.C. There are empanada places all over and, um, and honestly when I came back one of the first things I did was is I looked for empanada places in my neighborhood mm. and of course there was a whole list of of the best of the best and award winning and and not so great and like uh and so I have not had a chance just yet to go get my empanada there's a place on 18th Street Northwest that I'm still trying to get to um but we go see we go see
1: yeah I think I mean this is a I don't know i've I've lived in d c like I said off and on for a while and so I would say I don't know if I oh well, I guess I could say it um. I've always had Julia's empanadas.
0: That's what that was the place that told yeah. me. Julius, yeah. um, is, it is, is it on is it on Eighteenth?
1: Um, I know there used to be one up in Adams Morgan, and there's one at Lower Edge of Dupont. So um, I enjoy still. it, but those they do do ones from all around. Because basically, we I mean we could get on a whole tangent about empanadas, and maybe that's another episode or conversation. <laughs> Let's get back to Puerto Rico as. Yes, thank you for the ashtray so I can flick, click, flick. flick.
0: <laughs> so we had to uh we had to go ahead and spark up and so uh we're also getting ourselves a little situated for that. Had to get the get the lighter. Nothing worse than getting all rolled up and then the lighter doesn't work. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the empanadas were, were spot on and honestly I couldn't understand how um well i couldn't understand that these things had tasted so good and i had not had one before but it also reminds me of of like a jamaican patty in some ways just the idea of uh, of a filling and a bread dough kind of a quick thing um but even i know from our travels to jamaica that all patties are not equal or not created equal like some patties are are flaky and some have a uh, spicy crust. So I'm actually really excited to not only go back and try some new empanadas but I'm also excited to eventually maybe try to make my own empanada and see um what 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 my story is there. But damn, the empanadas Yeah. Were- I mean, it's
1: just it's a worker's food. Mm. I mean, basically empanadas is a worker's food. It's just like a patty or or Cornish patty or anything that's been or sandwich. Dough- or, yeah, something that could be tossed in the pocket. Um, thrown, thrown yeah, so I think they are all connected in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But we're moving on from empanadas. Because <laughs> 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 literally, we could
0: talk about food for a while. Well, I'll tell you this that. um the f- the food in Puerto Rico is very good. We also decided to go up to pork highway. And uh I did not eat any pork on pork highway. However, uh there was definitely quite a few pork places along pork highway. You had a uh you had some pork there as as well, right?
1: Yeah, I did. And it was good.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Okay. I think that it was good. Um was it-, it could do a little salt,
0: <laughs> um,
1: but it was good, um, especially the way that it was served. Um, you know, you got chunks of pork with um, some real crackling skin, and you were able to pick your sides, and I had the most creamiest, like, yucca, yeah. um, and I think, what else did I have? I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was good, um, but it could have done some, some salt. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you know what speaking of um, I was I just remembered I just remember do you remember we went to that um, so there is uh, an LGBTQ plus bar in Puerto Rico called Oasis and right next to Oasis is a little um, they have a little taqueria right there and they sold Was it fish tacos? Yeah, you ate fish
1: tacos there too. But I think that's part of Oasis because they build themselves as I think a tapa bar.
0: Mm. Those tacos were good too. Those were really good. I I feel like I'm just talking about fish tacos, but like,
1: well, that's all you ate, (laughs) and ramen,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and empanadas. That shit was good That shit was real good I, I feel like I feel like I like I, I keep saying I had a great food experience This was a much better food experience for me This go round um, And there was even a fish I had At some point where do we get that fish from
1: Um, um I'm not sure that, that was at a I'm not sure where that was at But you yeah. also put that in your ramen I did I put the fish in <laughs>
0: I had I got a good little piece of fish from somewhere. I don't even remember. It was
1: while we were in San Juan. I do recall that, but I don't know where we got it from. I don't, I don't know, know where now. we
0: got it from, but I remember we were in that first Airbnb and I and 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 I remember that fish was in a lot of things.
1: <laughs> so, if you're really wanting the full scoop on Puerto Rican food, <laughs> You really need to go and try it yourself because this trip though we occasionally had a lot of um or not a lot we ate puerto rican food we also were budget traveling and so yeah we were resourceful with our money and uh decided to also try every day to eat somewhere where it would not be crazy expensive and which is normally always possible in any country that you go because you eat where locals eat and not where tourists eat you know and so but you know when your pockets are a little thin you might even have to (laughs) walk back on that especially in a place where your money your currency is maybe not going as far as where you're traveling so um, because Puerto Rico is a part of the US and it uses the US currency and Mm so Mm -hmm. Hey, we're dealing with inflation.
0: They're dealing with inflation inflation as well. (laughs) So
1: that changed up our food experience, but it wasn't, there was nothing lost that I don't think that was not enjoyable.
0: We did have a really enjoyable breakfast. Uh, We took a road trip to the town of Luisa. Luisa is just east of San Juan. It is a all black community is that correct and or a historically black community um and so uh we we found a little cafe and we had breakfast omelets um i don't mine had cheese and and some veggies in it and it was served with kind of a puerto rican hot sauce on the side and and some bread um But it was a nice little omelet and uh, it was a nice way to start the morning. Um, Yeah. And and it was also nice to be in this town. Um, You know, I think that uh, especially um, the more and more that I travel to countries where there are. um, large, Large concentrations of black people, you know, as a as as someone living in the U.S., you see black people all the time who speak English. It's different when the black people around you are speaking Spanish or they're speaking French or they're speaking Portuguese, uh, what whatever boat stop they are on that on 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 that journey. Uh, but just yeah, it was uh it was really nice to be in the town of Louiza and see we got to go into the cultural center. We got to walk around the town and and um, and everybody was really friendly. Uh, and it was a nice little nice little breakfast to just sit down and. And eat
1: once again, um, yeah, my omelet wasn't all that great. <laughs> I'm the food critic, sorry, I'm not gonna lie about it. I told you, I like eating food, and if it's not great, it's not great, even though it was all it was very good, it felt good to be as um growler said in a place where, yeah, you know that these people have the same experience because they also. Their ancestors um, also experienced chattel slavery. They also experienced um, segregation and discrimination and and white supremacy and racism. And so you have this shared experience, even though your languages may not be the same. So there is this understanding that when you come into a space, it's like, oh, I see you, you see me. Even if I don't know who you are, maybe I can tell you're not around from here because you don't look or dress like we do or... You don't, you know, carry yourself the way people in this space do, but I see you, and so therefore I see you. So you walk into this little diner, and there's this couple behind the counter, and it's like any little black neighborhood you walk into, there's more than one business going on. (laughs) Uh, You know, they got what they got on the menu, Um, what they don't have, they don't have. Yeah. What they do have, they're gonna make sure you enjoy it. They're gonna check in front of you, and you're gonna see yourself there. There was a picture of Obama up on on was, the on the wall. There was, was, there was an quotes, wall. and you know there was church music because it was I don't know what day it was. It was well, Saturday. Uh, yeah, it was a Saturday, Saturday, but there was gospel music playing on, and I couldn't understand a word, but I could tell from the it was our God music. is an awesome God <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> I, I was Spanish. singing it. <laughs> Right, And so that was, that was a great experience. And, um, it's one of those connections that we as people of color, black folks, you know, we share cause we are throughout the diaspora.
0: Yeah. It was a really cool experience. And I'm, I'm honestly glad that, uh, to, 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 to go there. Cause I, I, I what I really wanted was I wanted like a little torta or I wanted something like that. And they didn't have, um, they, they didn't have, a, I wanted it to be a vegetable one, and they were like, uh, and then the, oh, there was also a lady who was telling us, no, just eat the omelet. Uh, she was like, the omelet's the way to go. And we said, okay. And she, t- and she also told it to us in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, it, you know. She knew. She knew, you know. She she saw two, uh, the two of us, and she said. I know what they want to eat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because, look, I was looking at the empanadas that they had in the little case out on the front of their store, thinking, I really want to try one of these empanadas. And I just got paid. So it wasn't like I couldn't afford to buy it this time around. It did not cutting into my food budget. But I was like, after that omelet, Mm -hmm. nah, I'm going to pass.
0: Although, (laughs) I will say. You um, all right over there? Yeah. I'm, I'm right <laughs> over put it. your hands up over top of your yeah, head, breathe, expand your lungs. Listen, my little puffins, it's really important <laughs> that when you are having a little smoke session, that you always have a something to wet your whistle.
1: And tonight in honor of Puerto Rico, we are having rum.
0: Rum.
1: But guess what kind of rum it is? <laughs> the one that you don't like.
0: Oh, it's Bacardi.
1: Bacardi. Uh, But the way we did it, we did a little splash of um, Bacardi brown mm. with then a little splash of um, coconut rum on top. Mm. And then poured in some lemonade, limeade, excuse me, limeade. Mm. Um, And actually, it's pretty, it's good. It is good. Yeah, it's a good. It's kind
0: of it. a good cocktail. Many of you may or may not know this, but Vibes is totally, uh, what's the word? Uh, mixologist mixologist. <laughs> <laughs> is the total mixologist. I, from the time that I have met him, there has always been a fancy cocktail, not a cocktail, a well thought through, very exquisite, very elaborate, very elegant, very chill. Very relaxed, very uptight. <laughs>
1: <Is it> uptight?
0: <laughs> Cocktail to be had. And it was and it's always with it's always with what is available wherever we are. And as people who travel, I have had cocktails with guava juice, cocktails with uh with all kinds of pressed fruits and veggies from wherever we go because um yeah that's one of the things that we think about when we travel is we 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 think about what 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 are what are our resources and what do we know and what are the typical ways of doing these things locally but also like what do what do what do I know that can to add to that and it can become my thing and so yeah we are having a a, a damn good cocktail
1: <laughs> yeah to sum it up what is life if you can't have a great drink i, I mean yeah you know like I like to come home and relax. And yeah, some people might say, oh, well, why? Why need? Yeah, because I enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this meme today um, where someone was like someone at my age and it was like a cut in two. Mm -hmm. And on one side, it was someone holding their camera and trying to snap a picture of their baby. Get the right picture. (laughs) And then it was like me. (laughs) <laughs> Snap a picture and get a cute picture of my cocktail.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's right.
0: Well, it is right. You know, it, you do what you enjoy and you, 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 um, I actually just talked to my grandmother the other day and she said, um, do what you love. That's what she kept saying. I said, well, grandma, sometimes I feel like this is what I'm supposed to, or this and this and this. And she said, she said, I'm 87. Trust me. I know the answer. Do what you love. Right. That's what she means.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that brings us to our
0: mm. Eat Puff Love moment. Every episode, we will be randomly selecting. A moment that is either a moment of eating a moment of puffing or a moment of love that we want to reflect on and share about and uh and yeah so it'll be different every time and we'll have some uh hopefully good stories and good laughs uh from this segment so our eat puff love moment
1: and this moment will be about love
0: love l-o-v-e all right so we're talking about love love today all right all right so what is our love moment what is a love moment that sticks out to you that you think um would be good for this segment
1: well, um, we could talk about Puerto Rico and things that <laughs> we well, we talked about what we loved. Yeah. Let's talk about a moment we shared that was kinda a little challenging, but yeah, what helped us bring ourselves back to center yeah. is that we know that we both love yeah one another.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, so this is, uh, so this past, uh, week, um, we found ourselves at a moment of disagreement, uh, and the disagreement was because, uh, I personally, um, became triggered by something that Vibes had said, um, in jest, and, um, but I, I was already in my, my head about this thing that happened to the point where I had been, had been, it, 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 and when it happened, the joke happened, I found myself being immediately triggered by it. Um, and then we found ourselves frustrated with each both other. Triggered. <laughs> both triggered. Both yeah, triggered. Both triggered at this point. Um, because we weren't feeling like the other one was hearing one another. Feeling like, um, you know, I think the I think the hardest thing. This is what I think. I think the hardest thing for, uh, for me in, in our relationship, is that uh, the moments that are easy for us are super easy. Yeah, they're like they're like, and the moments that are easy for us are like 99.9% of the time. Yeah. You know, like we, we, we can spend literally days and days and days and days in each other's presence and like not flinch. Like yeah. we can, we can, we could go from literally waking up next to each other to going all day at the beach, all day at the grocery store or all day in the house. Or all day, you know Fondling each other. Fondling each other. <laughs> no,
1: maybe not fond fondled. Well, fondle, is, fondle, fondle. I don't like the word, word fondle.
0: fondle. <laughs> sneaky but links Sneaky Links we spend all day <laughs> being with each other and so
1: <clears throat> And loving on each other.
0: And loving on each other. That when it's when it's really hard for us, it's really hard because because um because I, I feel, this is what I'll say for me, um, sometimes for me, um, I, because I, I love being in this relationship, I love how I feel about myself because I feel like I, I'm, I'm really trying to be my, my coolest, best self. And just living authentically as who I am and like I'm I'm like chilling with somebody who is like encouraging that shit. Like that's that that gets me excited. And so I guess what I feel sometimes is when when we fight or when we're disagreeing is that I feel like uh this is the person that I've given like I've like really poured into you know, if they have this opinion about whatever, it could be, you know, it could be feedback, it could be, it could be um, the conversation from this weekend. What's hard for me is, like, wrapping my head around, like, these things are okay and it's okay to have moments of, like, reflection and it's okay that, that, yeah, like, you, like, it's okay to, like, to get feedback and and to, and, and that, and I think that I think that that that's what was what was hard for me this weekend. Which was it's just like Not this weekend. This was, it's like separating it this weekend. myself it was just a couple from, of days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, no,
1: it's been, well yeah, it's almost been, been a week. Has it been a week. Separating, yeah.
0: separating out week. the idea that like this person still loves me and also like these things can also coexist at the same time. And also just the vulnerability to be able to do that is uh it's just new for me. Mm. Yeah Yeah. What do you think happened this weekend?
1: (laughs) No I think that Right it was just that We Sometimes I think we both miss The moment Where we can sense that something Is not okay Mm -hmm. But we don't address it Neither of us choose to address it Mm -hmm. And when One does try to Address it Sometimes the other is like, I know there's something up, but I really don't want to, so I'm gonna say there's nothing. And then whatever you know, we do in our heads, I know in my head that I'm thinking about it, but trying to like analyze it to see if it's really something or not. Mm-hmm. But really what I should be doing, which I know because of years of being in therapy, that you should just probably just say, no, this is what I'm feeling right now.
0: Yeah, yeah and and you know what's funny is um you know as as a a person who is polyamorous it's one of the conversations i remember having in um in a poly group was the conversation around like conversation and how Conversation can be easy if you do it consistently mm-hmm. and, and conversation can be hard if if everything is a big conversation mm-hmm. versus just like a part of the conversation and so like um yeah just like making part of the conversation when you personally feel like something's up and it doesn't even have to be like it doesn't have to be a thing you no know. it it really could just be like so sometimes you fart when you walk through the living room
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could be that or it could also be i mean an old when i was in um a, a relationship couples therapist was like relationships should have like weekly check-ins like She was like, and you should have like weekly dates. And at this date, you make it your conversation of like, okay, so how are you? What's going on with you? Um, You know, and you discuss that. And, you know, if there's something that comes up where there was a difficult moment that you tabled um, through the week before the date, the check-in, and you want to bring it to the check-in, you check in about it and address, you know feelings and things and then make plans for moving forward so that that same thing is not happening again so yeah the the regularness of uh, checking in in a relationship especially in one that's polyamorous or I think I would say for me ethically non-monogamous mm-hmm. um, it's very important I'm coming to see now even yeah. if you are like monogamous it's about human relationships mm-hmm. yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but you know what, though? Here's the thing. Um, like, the moment happened. And then, before the moment happened, and also after the moment happened, and the cool thing is that On both sides <laughs> We had a dope ass time We
1: did have a dope ass time We
0: had a dope ass time. time And I'm telling you We had good food We had some good experiences With some weed eventually We did get to puff uh, We had some good ass sex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All week. <laughs> All week. Yep. All week. Uh, because that's what you should you should do on vacation. You should definitely <laughs> on
1: vacation always eat, <laughs> puff, <Yeah>. and love.
0: <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else?
1: No, I think that's all, y'all.
0: If everybody in the back could fill out the survey, you have a <laughs> uh, and uh, sign your name on our email list. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've enjoyed puffing with y'all, and yeah. uh, and uh, hope you uh, keep. What you say?
1: Eat puff. And love. And y'all, we were eating over here while we were smoking, but we thought it would be rude to be all on. Yeah. (laughs) Got some popcorn. Some, what are these things called? They were sampled. Pitos. Pitos. Pop Squad. Yeah. Um, Pitos, come look for us. Since y'all trying to get out into the market, uh-huh. we could be your first little. uh, <laughs> You could sponsor us.
0: We'll, we'll sponsor some vegan snacks.
1: Oh yeah. This, anyway. This popcorn <laughs> is, is good. All right. This shit is real good. Oh. I think I got the munchies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we gotta say goodbye to people.
0: All right. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: Make sure you tune into the next episode of Eat Puff Love. You can find us at
0: love Eat.puff dot no eat.puff.love on Instagram. You could also find us at eatpufflove at gmail.com.
1: And you can go to our website
0: at eatpufflove.com.
1: All right, until next time, puff on, little puffins.